0: What is up guys and gals? Welcome to episode number 118 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. Today we're going to watch something that was actually suggested by someone on on Twitter. This is like our first audience request, isn't it, Rick?
1: Yeah, yeah. Cho Shinsei Flashman. Do you know anything about this, or...? I pressed play a while ago to make sure that the episode worked, and um, other than that, no. I've seen the first opening like moment of it, and that's about it. It had 50 episodes. I thought it had
0: 60 Was it 60? Okay It had many <laughs> Yeah I know it's old And I know it's Sentai Because the, uh, the chap in question Mentions as much By the way The chap in question uh, Sorry if I butchered the name here uh, Rafael Navarro on, on Twitter Sent us this As a suggestion Yeah 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 So yeah So uh, hope you enjoy uh, Indeed indeed Hopefully they're actually watching And we're not just doing this For ourselves uh, A bit of a disclaimer By the way We are in peak hay fever season And uh, I die from it So if I sound yes. a bit stu- Stuffy at times I can only apologise I literally can't do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, again, apologies on my part, but yes, first and foremost, we normally jump straight into our weeks, but for this month, we're going to do something just a tad different. Uh, for those of you who are, who are in the know, which I think most of the world is, at least our listeners, it is pride month. And well, we didn't exactly pick anything on our to-do list for this month. That's related to this, to the, uh, month in hand. So we decided that before each episode, we'd pick a category of person and we uh, of the, who's a member of the LGBT community. And we just briefly like, uh, touch upon them and say, yeah, this is this person, this is why we decided to speak about them, say hello. I do the bad job of explaining that, but you'll get what I mean when we get into it. So, yes, this week's category is um, uh, deceased members of the LGBT community. A bit of a grim subject, but I think there's more members who are deceased than are alive. So, yeah. Rick, would you like to go first?
1: Yeah, the one that I picked was one, Freddie Mercury, one Farouk Bulsara. And the reason that I picked him is, not only was he, like, a huge influence on my musical taste, When I was growing up, like there was always Queen playing when I was in my car seat as a baby. There is also something that's gone on this week about him and his works and his life, which is going to come up very shortly. Ah. But so, how about you? Who is your person on the rainbow that you've picked as a deceased member of the community?
0: Mine's a bit more recently deceased, and in fact, I didn't know they were gay until you told me. Okay, uh, that was one Kevin Conroy.
1: Ah, yes. How oh, he said that his him putting on the Batman voice and stepping into the role was like coming out of the closet before he was able to come out of the closet.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. Um, I. I pick Kevin Conroy for two reasons. One, Kevin Conroy was my Batman. I think I said that during the uh, the week of his passing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was quite a quite a blow, shall we say. And the other reason is I think Kevin Conroy is a prime example of why pride is important because if you look at his memoirs and the uh, the I, I think it was it a book or a show. I think it was a book. It's like behind uh, behind the, the mask or something, uh, something along those lines. He had to spend so much of his life hiding who he was. Yes, you know, and I don't think anyone should have to do that?
1: Yeah, like the whole point of pride to be ashamed of, it's to be the opposite of shame which seems to have been thrust upon the community by external forces. Pretty much, man.
0: Uh, pr- pride is I, I don't know, I-, I feel like it should be a symbol of, um this is how far we've come in that, yes, you can just be gay, you can just be bi, you can just be lesbian, you can just be trans without feeling as if your life will be impacted by letting people know that part of yourself. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, um, it's it, I feel it's really a belonging month.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, not much more to say than that. Uh, We don't mean to get sappy and serious on the podcast, but, you know, some things warrant it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, with that out of the way, uh, those of you familiar with the podcast know that our usual approach is we like to talk about our weeks and the goings-on in the Wide Wide Universe. So, with that in mind, Rick, you said you already kind of had something, so uh, lay it on us. Well, I'm going
1: to do it backwards this week. The thing out in the Wide Wide world that is happening is that a lot of things are getting removed from both Disney Plus and Netflix. One of the things we were going to do this month, Willow, has been completely removed from Disney Plus, but going away away from Netflix is the Freddie Mercury story of Bohemian Rhapsody which I thought was a brilliant film with Rami Malek I didn't even know that was on Netflix yeah it is it is right now and it's going away it's going away very very soon by the time the episode is out it probably will be gone damn yeah it's uh, it's rough a bunch of other things are going away but that's the one that stuck out in my mind um,
0: this is yet another effect of the uh, WGA strike uh, most likely yep. anyway uh, as we touched upon either last week or the week before the reason why Willow got struck despite being so fucking new is uh, Disney is based Basically preparing for the uh, basically the capsulations they have to make to the uh, to the Writers Guild ma- mainly on uh, residues for streaming content. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I do re- I do remember seeing that the Jackass movies were going away. I can't imagine that being too affected by the Writers Guild.
0: A Jackass <laughs> is one of those properties that just gets bounced around streaming services. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which unfortunately <laughs> is the same as Steven Universe.
1: But yeah, I think that's it for out in the world. I've not been very tuned into the world because quite a few things have happened to me in real life. So in real life, I've been spending most of the time without my phone because it went off to the phone hospice and uh, finally got it back. Might as well be a brand new phone. Nearly everything has been replaced. I think all that's there, all that's original is the chassis and the processor.
0: Yeah, so it got Robocop.
1: Yeah, it got Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> However, other things that have happened is we rode on the Flying Scotsman, possibly the most famous train in the world. My dad got into the cab, I did because I was queuing for the food while he was queuing for the train.
0: Yeah, sorry, can we just touch upon this because you queued for like two and a half hours for some shit pizza. It wasn't shit
1: pizza, it was pretty good. However it's not hour and a half worth. Like they had one oven and and took about 15 minutes at a time to do two pizzas.
0: You live relatively close to the museum where they basically restored it, right?
1: Yeah, so um, in fact the guy in charge of the little railway that it was running on used to work at the museum and now he's like the gaffer for this little branch line.
0: Ah, oh, fair do, fair do. Do you want to explain to uh, the Americans what gaffer means? Oh,
1: the big boss. <laughs> the owner, boss and CEO, as it were, but you don't really have CEOs of a little branch line railway. He's the Fat Controller.
0: Didn't they change his name to his actual name because they thought the Fat Controller was offensive or some bollocks?
1: Yeah, so uh, he normally shows up as a Topham hat. Other than the Flying Scotsman, I went to the rugby on the weekend, which was like a, um, it was a showcase of all the rugby in that league for that season, and all three games were fantastic.
0: Oh, right, so you, it was basically a marathon of games.
1: Yeah, uh, four games, actually. All four games were, were fantastic. We arrived six minutes after the women's game started, uh, and that was the most one-sided, because it was basically the, um,
0: the champions versus the, rel- the recently promoted. So that was a bit more one-sided, but um,
1: yeah, every other game was very close. Okay. It was, like a, uh, it was like eight hours of rugby. That is seven hours too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, six hours 40 too many, but (laughs) for one match. I know what I said. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I think that's it for things that have happened to me, and we talked about the the universe first. So, how about you? How have you been?
0: Okay, well, first and foremost, as you all know, if you watched the Star Wars episode, MCM happened. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I bought some swag. I bought a shit ton of art prints because, well, I've been meaning to shake up what's on my wall for a while now, and boy, did I get some winners. Yeah. Uh, I I, I do think the cream of the crop is Astinian straddling his dragon eyes. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> broken his nidhogs.
0: Yeah. Like, I I don't. I don't find Astinian particularly attractive, but that picture is incredibly amusing. Yeah,
1: I think he's one of those characters who, um, there's two sides of the coin of super armoured or super nude, and he looks good in both, but when he's in normal clothes in the middle, he just looks like a guy.
0: Yeah, true enough, but I I think the reason I like the picture the most is because Astinian is usually so fucking serious.
1: Yes. (laughs) I think you said in the, um, in the retro about the, about Endwalker, when he just yeets himself out the window because he can't be bothered dealing with the twins anymore. Oh,
0: Jews, it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I also got a sexy image of Link being all... Uh, I, d- I don't know. I assume it's a canon outfit, but I don't know. He's just like kind of a dancer. Ah, yes. It's
1: the outfit that you use to sneak into the all-women encampment of um, of belly dancer uh, Gerudo.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've seen those uh, um, Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> got some artwork of Justice. I never see Helltaker stuff, so of course I grabbed that. There's a bunch of Owl House prints. I got some VTuber prints. Uh, I bought some Nostalgia. I bought a Beast, Wars, uh, a Beast Wars figure as well as a figure of... Black from Star Wars. Yeah, sweet. Sorry, I'm just t- trying to hammer these out because I bought an annoying amount of stuff because uh, Matt is very um, dutiful with his own cash. But when someone else is umming and ahhing, he just goes, do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I saw a very nice cosplay of Hunter. However, it was clearly a 15 or 16-year-old girl dressed up as Hunter. So I didn't want to be the creepy 30-year-old asking for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was an Eda cosplayer who I think I told you uh, via uh, via Discord that uh, I wanted to go up and ask for a picture but they exuded such big dick energy I lost my nerve. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, that's a power move from Anita.
0: Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. We didn't really go down Artist Alley, mostly because it's not something I, I, I go there for, and also I feel really bad walking past these stalls where artists have put their blood, sweat, and tears into their wares, and people are just ignoring them.
1: Yeah, because it's not your thing.
0: We did actually go down one aisle of the Artist Alley, and I did get a book. Uh, it's Drop Dead Monstrous, a sweat drop anthology that goes bump in the night. Sounds good. Uh, it's It's got very cute art. It's technically a manga but you read it from left to right so sure <laughs> it's one of those sure. the artist well one of the artists uh, who contributed to it was running the stall and they said do you want me to sign it and I said yeah fuck it sure so I have a signed copy <laughs> Nice one! Yeah, I now have to track down one, two, three, four, five, six more artists to get the complete collection. Uh, <laughs> and here's here's the funny part, Rick is I didn't ask the person's name and their signature. It's so Grebble. Uh, it it is a it is pretty much because I can't make out what the name's meant to be. I can narrow it down to one of seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: So now you've got your own Infinity Gauntlet that you have to collect all the signatures on.
0: Ah, you know what? I might make that a personal quest in life just for the lols. But yeah, last but not least, i got a Len uh, figure, which is uh, the the guy who has um, the Chinese spirit in Shaman King. He's basically the rival character for the first series.
1: Man, like, when you said Len, all I could think of was, like, the two-headed zombie uh, Frankenstein from uh, Ruby Gloom, (laughs) until you clarified.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. I discovered my... One of my new favorite subreddits, Rick. Did you? Yes, r slash stupid dove nests. Okay. <laughs> So, you may or may not know this, Rick, but doves are really shit at making nests.
1: Oh, yeah, they're, um, like pigeons are rock doves. So, it's just pigeon with good PR.
0: I mean, pigeons shouldn't have shit PR. We used them in World War One and World War II for very important missions. But people seem to forget that. Yeah, we, um, we
1: P- pigeons domesticated themselves because buildings are perfect habitats for rock doves.
0: I have got no beef with the pigeon, I'll put it that way. Okay. But yeah, um, I, I love this subreddit. It's really funny scrolling through these nests because sometimes, oh, sometimes, Rick, it's two Stig sticks and... There's just an egg on top of these two sticks, and you got a dove sit like just looking awkwardly. It's like, yeah, the nest is done, is it?
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the one that I saw in real life. We they put some uh, barbed wire up around um, what could potentially be a nesting area to stop nesting. The pigeons did not uh, take this as a hint and tried to make a nest at a 45 degree angle with, a, with between barbed wire. And every time you came, you'd see just a smashed egg on the ground about six feet below where this 45 degree net was.
0: Uh yeah, that's a shame. You ready for some news? Let's go. Rick, I want to give a shout out to someone who doesn't need a shout out and that is the organization known as NASCAR. Okay. I I don't think NASCAR gets enough credit for being as progressive as they are. Mm-hmm. Now, NASCAR is probably one of the most southern of southern pride symbols. Would you agree? When you think south, you probably think rock and roll, hillbillies, NASCAR.
1: Yeah, when you think like it's one of the basic cornerstones of the Jeff Dunham puppet.
0: Okay. Um but yeah, it's it's one of those where Granted, uh, I want to give a little bit of a reminder, by the way. It's Pride Month. A lot of organizations are going to be changing their logos to rainbow colors and going, yes, gays, give us your money. Uh, they're not really your friends. Do not mistake them. <laughs> Do not mistake them as such. They are doing it for money and attention. That being said, NASCAR being the, the southern organization that it is, uh, I feel get, gets a shout out just for saying, yeah, uh, it's Pride Month. Y'all you, you, you have a good one. Uh, but also, like, let's not forget, NASCAR, again, southern. I'm going to keep bringing that fact up because it is cracks down hard on people who fly Nazi and confederate flags. Yes. And that's not me being hyperbolic. uh, hyperbolic. That's actually just straight up the truth. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't think they get enough recognition for that fact.
1: Yeah, like some people will try to defend the confederate flag as, as, oh no, it's just a Dukes of Hazard cosplay. Nah, nah. That don't fly no more.
0: Even in the Dukes of Hazard movie, the the reboot one, they had a scene where the Duke boys were driving down the highway and people were bibbing them going, yeah, woo! And, And the guy's driving the car. I think it was Johnny Knoxville and some other fuck. We're just like, why is everyone cheering us? And then once they got out the south they kept getting booed. It's like, I don't get it. They look at the top of the flag of their car and they go Oh! <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those where, like, technically speaking, if you want to fly a confederate flag it should just be pure right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that was their last flown flag.
0: Yeah, continuing a little bit on the theme of uh, of of, uh, of Pride, although this one's a weird one, and I'm not even going to pretend it's not a weird one. Rick, you know who Ted Cruz is, right? Yes, he's gone
1: through a metamorphosis of bootlegs to he's now got, he's now making basically a bid to be I think he's actually bidding to be the next president at this point.
0: I mean I gotta be uh, honest he was, with you <laughs> he's probably a better Republican candidate than uh, our oh, dickhead McGee from Florida.
1: Yeah, DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, he was the uh, the main opponent of Trump during the last election before Trump got chosen as the candidate.
0: Yeah, and then he started sucking his dick real hard. But yeah. Oh yeah. It's one of those where uh, uh, again this is gonna be so weird and I apologise for it. Uganda has uh, implemented a law where homosexuality is now punishable by death. This is bad. Most people see it as bad. Some Republican whose name I can't remember said this is how we should uh, deal with this problem in the United States, to which Ted Cruz replied on Twitter, uh what two grown adults do in their bedroom should not be punishable by death, which isn't the most progressive stance a Republican t- could take, but boy was it not something I expected Ted Cruz to say.
1: No, because he's uh like he's not Ron DeSantis, but he's conspicuously one of the um one of the worst guys out there so it's it's weird to see him be less bad than the others
0: yeah it's almost it's not a reasonable stance because he still thinks you know any displays of affection to your partner if you're homosexual should not be allowed but um you know the fact that he doesn't think you deserve death is uh is, is weirdly positive
1: it's a step up from Uganda
0: yeah yeah we we won't d- dwell on the Uganda stuff I don't think we have any listeners there so we're f- probably fine mm. video game news we might be late on the ball on this one but the Golem game oh yeah
1: (laughs) I remember seeing something about this, like, the day that we recorded last week, and I'm like, oh man, I should remember this, and I I did. Yeah, they've been blasted so hard for how shit the game is.
0: First of all, the concept for the game is also just a bit naff anyway, because who the fuck looks at Lord of the Rings and goes, yes, Gollum, that's who I want to play as.
1: Now, here's the thing, I, I think it's not as bad as that, so yes, there are times where you play a Lord of the Rings game and you play as a hobbit, yeah, it's a bit more boring than playing as one of the tall people who can hit thing, um, but there's a magic in helplessness, and when you're playing as Gollum, especially when he's still kind of still Smeagol, that's about as helpless as you can get. I,
0: I, I understand that, but at the same time it's a Lord of the Rings game. I know Gollum was technically the ring bearer for a long time, but there are elements of the lore and parts of the ge- uh, characters I would much rather control than fucking Gollum. And also, this game costs 50 quid.
1: Oh yeah, it's a full price game for a, like something that looks like it came out in like 1999.
0: I think that's giving it t- much credit. I don't think the game looks like it wasn't made in this gen. I think this game just has a shit art style. And yes I will slam it. It's one of those where Gollum doesn't look like Gollum. And it's like oh but this is our interpretation of how he looks like from the description from the book. Well it's shit. Do it again. I uh, listen. I, I don't want to fucking poo-poo people. I really don't, especially not for their art, because art is such a personal thing. But fuck me, did no one double-check this?
1: No, it d- doesn't seem like it. Like, if you want a different interpretation of Gollum, just ca- just give Yoda rabies, and then you're good to go.
0: Uh, they've done Gollum before with different art styles. Like the fucking 1976 bloody cartoon film had a better-looking Gollum.
1: Ah yes, the down, down to Goblin Town. That
0: one, yeah. No, no, I'm thinking of the one where they did ray tracing. Okay, ray tracing. Oh, the rotoscoping, rotoscoping. I sorry I said the completely wrong word but you knew what I meant <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs>
1: golem rtx on <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus. But yeah, it's one of those. It's done shit. The reviews are bad. The guy has come out and made an apology, but not a real one, uh, because the apology also mentioned that he's working on another Lord of the Rings game as we speak, and how the fuck did this company get the license to Lord of the Rings in the first place? Because they're usually super protective of that shit.
1: Apparently, they put forth a good good pitch of how they're going to respect the property, and then they bring out this.
0: Listen, as far as law implications are concerned, which is usually what the Tolkien Estate cares about, I'm sure they didn't do anything too egregious but the game looks poor and it doesn't uh, allegedly it doesn't run great either
1: yeah the um, the review that I read I think it was a Kotaku one of all, pla- of all places
0: well I'll take it with a fucking pinch of salt because they do do right things just for clicks
1: yeah but the guy said the only humour that he got from the game was what he created for himself of clipping through this big old orc that was meant to be you know his prison warden and uh, just the ridiculousness of how broken
0: it felt so like Sonic Boom before patches and after patches <laughs> i assume they fixed it rick <laughs> They did
1: not. Wow! I think the only thing they fixed was um, infinitely jumping knuckles.
0: Well, that's specifically the glitch I was thinking of. Yeah,
1: they fixed infinitely jumping knuckles, which made the game less fun, even more.
0: Yeah. Like, where's the end of the game over there? Okay, we can do it, knuckles. <laughs> 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 but yeah, seeing as we're kind of on the topic of Lord of the Rings, I'll talk about this now. Magic the Gathering. Oh, ah, yes. They released a-, a few more previews of cards. Uh, I don't really care much about the effects. I'm looking more at the artwork. The very mm-hmm. One of the very first cards we saw, Rick, was... Was, uh, King Aragorn uh, Just as he'd been yes. crowned Next to Arwen And Yes 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 It looked shit They, they I don't know what it was But the armour didn't look right
1: Yeah but the um, The version of him Like as strider Looks way better
0: Well that's what I was Going to talk about Because they recently Actually straight up Showed the strider card And he looks Fucking badass And like strider Yeah <laughs> And they also Released another art card And that was Aragorn King of Gondor But he's on top of a horse And leading a bunch of knights And he looks like Aragorn Yes It's <laughs> looks Gondorian He looks... Uh, the only complaint I have is Why the fuck is Aragorn black But no one else is? Galadriel's also black
1: What? Um, I'm just looking at the commander deck right now She's the black lady with a very white palm Because she's possibly casting magic
0: No, that's fine But it just feels weird That they've got two important characters You know, black But no one else from their race is also black Because I, I'm looking at the yeah. picture of Aragorn leading the charge And all the Gondorians behind him are white Are you telling me there's not another black? that guy uh yeah apparently not (laughs) that's fucking that's fucking weird like oh just fucking this is gonna sound fucking terrible now but just put it in photoshop and fucking palette swap a few of the background people please (laughs) make it make more
1: sense than none yeah like a central theme of that deck of those that set is like the ring tempting you and it only counts for certain characters like it counts for frodo yeah it counts for galadriel
0: she did get tempted. Uh,
1: but it doesn't count for Eowyn, even though, like, she's the leader of Rohan. Eowyn
0: never really encounters the wing, ring, so it's hard to tell whether or not she'd be tempted. But the whole point of the ring is it tempts everyone. Yes,
1: if you know about it, it tempts you.
0: Gandalf got tempted. I mean, yeah, he did. In the book, Samwise got tempted. Like, they don't really touch it on, on it on the film because... Because
1: he powers through it.
0: Well, it'd also take away from the plot. Yes. Uh, in a film sense, not in a book sense. The fun thing about books is you can talk about a lot of shit and it still keeps the narrative flowing. Mm-hmm. 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 Fuck Tom Bombadil, he didn't need to be there. Um... <laughs>
1: cards, even Sauron gets tempted by the ring whenever an opponent dies. Uh, an opposing player dies. That
0: doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, because he made the ring. How can he be tempted by the thing that he made?
0: I, I mean, I, I, I guess it kind of makes sense, because that's the one thing Sauron is constantly looking for to regain his full power and whatnot. But, like, the temptation of the ring implies that you fall to darkness, and but Sauron is the lord of darkness. At least ever since fucking his boss got fucking ganked. Mm-hmm. What was his name, Morgoth? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway Goth, yeah. sorry, we, we, we're getting well off topic. My apologies. Oh, geez. There's only one more thing I want to talk about today, Rick. Sure, go ahead. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. I've not watched it yet. I'm definitely going to watch it. It's a film I've been waiting for. It comes out at time of recording today, as far as I'm aware. Uh, it was out yesterday in cinemas near me. Was it, it? Okay. Yeah, they had some They had some preview screenings. But Yeah, it's getting a manga spin-off where Doc Ock is uh, transported into the body of a schoolgirl, a Japanese schoolgirl, because it's a manga. <laughs> The single panel that they have as a preview is uh, is very odd looking because you got Spider-Man swinging in the background, you've got a stereotypically over the top cute school Japanese girl, and on the bottom you've got fucking Doc Ock from the Western comic books looking like an ugly motherfucker. Now, because he was getting teleported into the body of a Japanese school girl, I assumed it was at least the woman Doctor Octopus we saw from the first Spider Verse film, but no, it's it's ugly motherfucker Western Doc Ock that we've seen in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Now, to be fair, this isn't the most far-fetched um, concept because Doc Ock has switched bodies before. Most famously, um, he was Spider-Man for about five fucking years, it feels like.
1: Yeah, the superior Spider-Man. Well, Peter was dead. Was he dead? Yeah, he was dead. So that's why Doc Ock took over his body. And that's when we had Miles as the only Spider-Man for that amount of time.
0: But Doc Ock was going around as Spider-Man, doing Spider-Man shit, being a good guy.
1: Yeah, but we also knew it was Doc Ock. So Miles was like... Miles was the Spider-Man comic, and, um, and Doc Ock was the superior Spider-Man. Spider-Man comic.
0: Oh, you're fucking splitting hairs, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, uh, anyway, d- funny enough, because it's a comic book, Spider-Man got better um, yeah. and got his body back. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up, because that was lightly amusing. Uh, we touched upon it earlier, but we're doing something called Cho Flashman, which we know is a Sentai thing and once again was recommended to us by someone on Twitter.
1: Yeah, it's from 1986. It's old. After I was born, but before you were born. So, without too much further ado, let's get into it. So, Cho Flashman Episode 1. Three, two, one, and go.
0: All right, it's subtitled. That That is actually very helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if we can share the uh, the name of the website that we're using, but but it's it's using YouTube to host its videos. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I assume it's fine. Uh, we're using Tokuzilla.net, which is a hosting yeah. site for a bunch of Japanese Sentai stuff.
1: If if you were curious and didn't know where to look for it then spoiler it was told as in the in the twitter but yeah. yeah we also now said it now it's net.
0: I mean they're, they're fucking going all out with the uh with the sentai poses Yeah they are right. <laughs> and then we get the first go just as a spin <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting gladiator vibes? Because I am. A little bit, yeah. I might be slightly, slightly desynced.
1: I'm at, uh, I'm at one minute.
0: Oh, I haven't got a clue, man. I'm sitting on the sod. Uh, I'm at one minute fourteen. Okay. How are you desynced? It, uh, it refreshed out of nowhere. Oh, let's hope it doesn't do that again. <laughs> I'm on 1 minute yeah, 30 they, now so okay, <laughs> just at the bottom yeah. left hand corner not for sale or rental <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah their Megazord looks a bit um, I'd say a bit generic seeing it's just sword and board Megazord but uh... it's
0: 1986 bro yeah right, clearly reverse the footage of them blowing a bunch of dust out the hole Look at no. this, it's Rita fucking <laughs> repulser! It actually is. Except it's a bloke.
1: Yeah. They're running. Oh he's looking he's looking at like nature videos. I'm guessing he's wanting to steal the um the qualities of nature to implement into his monsters.
0: It's hard to tell. What the fuck? Look at this JRPG villain.
1: Total, man. Emperor Ladeus.
0: The the actor clearly can't fucking move in that suit. It looks like Ultimania. (laughs) It does. Yeah, you pretty much got it in one, bro, but it wasn't a difficult plot to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I know I shouldn't be surprised because Sentai is basically just live action anime, but boy, is this anime as fuck.
1: (laughs) Man, it's like. Pre anime anime for a lot of things as well.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, so they've already got they are already Sentai.
0: Yeah, by the looks of things. But then again, they don't really need to explain Sentai, do they? Because this isn't the very first Sentai ever.
1: No. So they don't need to, you know, have an origin story of how they became um like intergalactic space rangers. This one can fly. Flash rangers. Yeah, she can levitate at something. Everything's
0: happening so fast. They must have been really proud with how these um these uh rockets looked. Hmm. This is gonna sound fucking awful, but I'm getting button moon vibes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though, no, right?
1: I get you, yeah. Oh man, the little um little car. The car is so much more of a toy than the others. Here, yeah, here. Yeah. Come into my tunnel.
0: Giggity, I guess.
1: It's a fully furnished hideout.
0: Looks like Power Rangers Turbo. <laughs> a little bit. So, the alien dudes seem to be warning them not to use the giant spaceship.
1: Uh. There might be more than one faction of aliens.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna assume that these must be good aliens. Unless they're not. It's. It's unclear. Hmm. Okay, so that's the plot. Is it gonna blow up? I mean, doubt it. It was just saying thanks for raising us. A tr- oh, look, it's the alpha of this Sentai group.
1: <laughs> he's a chonky boy He is
0: <laughs>
1: Unauthorised intruders will be shocked. Oh
0: he's actually a fucking bigger <laughs> badass than Al forever was Yeah So important to note You're allowed to be sexually attracted to these people Because you know they're at least 20
1: Yeah Which I believe is the age of majority in Japan Then why is the age of consent so low? Oh yeah, like you can consent but you can't vote or drink.
0: Was this robot built in America? Apparently so. What a fucking shit design! Look at his fucking stubby little arms!
1: (laughs) Danger Will Robinson.
0: Oh, fuck off.
1: (laughs) Hey, at least it was uh, after the CD-ROM. Yeah, They call it a floppy disk, but it's a CD-ROM.
0: Oh, and he just fucking decked it. That's it, that robot's it's fucking dead, old. I guess.
1: I guess if they to find a different floppy disk, they can put it into him. And, like, reboot him as a good okay,
0: guy. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. I understand why you're bothered by the floppy disk terminology, because it's bothering me now. Because <laughs> it was clearly a CD. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's fucking Zagafrax from Gloryhammer. <laughs> I shit you not, that's what he does. All he does is fucking play the fucking keyboard. And now he's doing it to make some fucking space aliens from space.
1: Man, so this guy is both Rita Repulsa and Finster. <laughs> playing his uh, Playing his machine organ to make monsters this week. Man, I miss it
0: when shows... Big deal was just monster of the week. Bio blend. Yeah, that's a video game a name. Good... Yeah, it is.
1: I, it's it sounds like it sounds like a way of making a Digimon stronger.
0: Oh, you're not wrong. That that, that oh oh oh, it's so better than calling it DNA Digivolution. We're gonna bio blend. Yeah,
1: bio blend yeah, would be good for DNA Digivolve. I bet you it looks like a monkey. Octopus, maybe? Uh.
0: Oh, oh, it's just the heart. Oh, God, that's a gross oh, image. Know. It's a chaos spot. It's got an elephant face. Oh, I was well off with my guess.
1: Oh, we were both well off.
0: I'll tell you this. Oh, it's cute. That's a very interesting looking fucking suit for the 80s.
1: Yeah. Like, as soon as you get away from its brain being like another mouth, Okay, it was kind of cute until he did that.
0: Oh, I don't think it's cute at all, <laughs> but man, the the suit's impressive. That's that's cooler looking yeah. than most fucking Power Ranger villains.
1: Yeah, like actual villains, not even monster of the weeks. Cuz you know you got to go further, more far out on your villains. I do like how the clear the, clear uh, monsters.
0: I do like how the clear ad break cuts are advertising toys. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like you don't get weird, wacky spaceship probe designs like this anymore. No, you don't. Even though they've clearly just taken a triboard and stapled weird shit to it. (laughs) What the fuck? I don't. What? (laughs) uh, Oh, Jesus! What? That was a. These are the putties for this, (laughs) right? Oh my days! It's like fucking Kamen Rider, but nowhere near as cool. They're just... We
1: have Carmen Rider at home. Mass-produced. <laughs>
0: <coughs> we find of cl- comical
1: how they just run in slow motion as
0: well. Oh, shit. Okay, so their they're fucking silly string melts people. Yeah,
1: they're just murdering people.
0: That's the cool thing about Sentai, they're not afraid to show people getting fucking stabbed.
1: Yeah. Oh, that you was blood. this in the American version.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you wouldn't get this in the American version either because all the civilians are Japanese and we can't have that. Nah. <laughs> Why was the point in the jump if you're just going to tackle them like that? I don't know,
1: but apparently her jumping was so good they showed it twice.
0: Yeah, that's a cheap trick to extend shots. They did it with the Tuscan Raider in A New Hope. Yep. Except in A New Hope it actually looked good, so.
1: And also they did something else in between showing it again.
0: Yeah, they reversed it. Yep. I will say that evil villain lady who was just talking about Zabarbaros, um, the costume's doing things to me, and I know that shouldn't be the takeaway, but it is.
1: <laughs> I'm going to apologize for our, um, our wind down section. I'm not absorbing any of the names.
0: Oh, fuck no! <laughs> I know Zabarbaros because that's a cool name for a cool creature. <laughs>
1: It sounds like a monster hunter name.
0: It fucking does and all. You know what, I'm gonna look up the word Barbaros, because I bet you, I bet you it just means elephant in a language I don't know. Or barbarian. That could work, but it doesn't really look particularly barbarian-y.
1: Hmm. Look at those chubby missiles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, here's the problem, is you type in Barbarossa, and it says, do you mean Barbarossa? And it's like, no, no, I don't. Do you mean Barbados? <laughs> well, Barbarossa was a fucking uh, pirate. But... Yeah, Redbeard. Yeah, Redbeard. Oh, Barbarossa. Barbaro means, is, a shortened ver- is another word for barbarian in the uh, Cambridge Dictionary, which, as we all know, is okay. the Shitter Dictionary. A, <laughs> yeah. well, everyone uses the Oxford one. I'm just saying, <laughs> dude. I will never yeah, get tired. It's
1: just the more pretentious version.
0: Yeah, I will never get tired of the Japanese uh, fascination and obsession with the pompadour.
1: <laughs> I think Shaman King pretty much has the pompadour down to a fine art with that one guy, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's cheating when it's in cartoons. Because, you know, you can go proper yeah, mental <laughs> with them.
1: Yeah, you can make it a 20-foot-long pompadour that you never see the end of.
0: Oh, we're getting names now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that that one can't talk and he just growls. <laughs> yeah, he gets his, so he gets his
1: fucking <laughs> subtitle instead. Oh, that's great. <laughs>
0: Oh, they can all fly, I guess. Yeah, I
1: guess so. It might just be a thing that that race can do. Or, you know, say in logic. They they're, they grew up on a planet with ten times the gravity, so, like, acrobatics are nothing. Where was she stashing those beads, Rick? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was an easy. What the f... Fu- <laughs> oh, some of this is stupid! What? <laughs> flying along like she's on a space invisible space toilet.
0: Uh, you got to understand by the way when I'm saying things are stupid that doesn't mean I don't like it, but it is stupid. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's one of your standard quotes is it's dumb and I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's it's it, it's camp dumb so it gets a pass. Oh, cool. Her sword doubles. She's Ivy. Yep. Look at that smug
1: yeah, in a modern show, she'd be the first one to, uh, you know, become the love interest of one of the Rangers.
0: Oh, not don't. <laughs> oh, this is going to be their transformation, right? I like how Prism Flash is using multi-colours there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shut <the> goggles. <laughs> Listen... It's, it's. I know it's an unfair comparison, but I don't think any transformation sequence is ever going to beat the Mighty Morphin ones.
1: Well, I think it's only because it was the first one that we saw.
0: Yeah, but also like, yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. There's certainly that part of the bias, but it's also like, I like seeing the uh, the flash up, the close ups of the coins and them announcing the coins. And I know that was a Western exclusive thing, but I don't care. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I get you. I get you. I think my favorite transformation scene is possibly um, the Gurun Lagan basic one that they end up using like every damn episode.
0: That's an anime. That's not fair.
1: Yeah, so they can't just do whatever they like. But even with this, it's um, you can make it as CGI as you want these days. But there's some kind of there's a lot more um, nostalgia in the practical effects. Yeah, certainly.
0: I'm sorry, it's a holy sword.
1: Yeah, it's a holy sword that he made out of phantasmal anal beads that he projected from his brain.
0: Oh, don't, don't, don't. They can't be anal beads if they came out the head. Look (laughs) at these JRPG attacks.
1: Oh, yeah, it really is JRPG as well. He doesn't show them hitting them. It's like, um... Oh, okay, he's got the knuckles.
0: Oh, fuck me, that was the exact same shot, you lazy fucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, fuck oh, off. A ball.
1: Oh, just it's just the ball. Oh, it's
0: bothering me now. It is the same picture each time. <laughs> oh. Is she going to have... She's got batons. Fuck off. She's got batons. Oh, at least she's getting to do some cool shit. Oh, yeah, she actually gets to, fit... she gets to hit things. But watch when she does the group attack. It's still going to be the same fucking shot. Oh, no, she doesn't get one because she's a girl, I guess. What the fuck do you mean, your fucking special fucking weapon is shoes oh we're going to get the same <laughs> shot again
1: what the oh, fuck off just, fuck gone, off no no she's doing- did you see the jpeg <laughs> did you see the jpeg bouncing
0: yeah. oh yeah <laughs> uh, we're laughing oh, but this would have been some impressive shit at the time
1: yeah the fact that you can have a transformed person just jumping like mario
0: Oh that is some gross shit. They've all got anal beads as weapons, haven't they? They do. Where the fuck do you pull that from? Um, oh, the space. They've all got one.
1: They've all got one. <laughs> are they going to try are they going to gat eye all of their uh, yeah they do. There we go.
0: Didn't see them link up with one another, making me suspect it might be bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck a doodle dandy. That fucking creature's fucked, ain't it?
1: Under normal circumstances, yes. I just looked at the runtime. Probably yes.
0: Did you see him jump
1: as he got hit? Yep. (laughs) Alien commander's like, ah, fuck it. Do one. (laughs) Or as Bender would say, cheese it. (laughs)
0: Here's, here's, here's the problem, right? As fun and goofy as the fight was, we're now back to plot, and they're kind of rushing it. Hmm. D- that dude looked like he did a shit ton of crack and was coming down off a bad high.
1: Yeah, yeah. But in some shows, even like the transformations themselves are actually addictive. So that wouldn't be a bad thing to do if they, you know. It's episode one. Into the show.
0: Yeah, it's episode one. <laughs> In the 80s as well, so they're not going to tackle that shit. Nah.
1: Although I think that was the time when, um, was it Speedy, the Flash's little guy,
0: was a, um,
1: like a, a drug addict?
0: Oh, I couldn't tell you. I like the idea that the bad guys are singing the exit tune.
1: Yeah, like, this is, is good. This
0: is just shit that they're doing for lols, because fuck it, we've got nothing better to do. The empress like, I demand a choreographed dance and song.
1: <laughs> I really dig it. <laughs> it's
0: clearly not I'm what's happening. I'm actually digging but... the song. Uh, it really bothers me, because they're clearly saying Flash in in the English way, but the subtitles are t- subtitling it in in the literal translation as uh, "furashu." But they're not saying that, they're saying Flash. Oh, we didn't yeah, get to see the big seeing... robot either, did we? No, we didn't... apparently the robot has penis rockets. It came out of his chest, didn't it? Oh, no, the the alpha robot not. does become their friend. Yeah, okay, in future.
1: Oh, they've all got bikes as well. Go buy those.
0: Oh. I'm not gonna lie, that creature looks a bit like Violante.
1: It does. Man, the creatures in this are great. They
0: are, actually. Did you see that? A giant
1: robo? <laughs> yeah, so, like, it seems in traditional rangers fashion, you don't get them. You don't get the robots until at least episode two.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. I was, uh, funny enough, we were actually thinking of watching a show called Giant Robo today, but uh, I went back to Twitter and realised that we did get requested a specific show, so... <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first episode, Rick. What did you think? It was fun. I very much
1: like the costume design and the, uh, the monsters. And the uh, the pre Megazord ships because uh, they're all like fun and do do different things. Obviously, two of them are space, and one of them is a ground ship. Uh, um, but yeah, how about you? What do you think?
0: Uh, it was very good. It was very good. But then again, what do you expect? I'm looking at the little summary on the page, and it straight up says it's the tenth Super Sentai meta series produced by Toei. So they knew what they were doing at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, by the way, here's a little background. In 1966, five children were kidnapped by an alien group known as the Alien Hunters for the reconstructed reconstructive experiment. Empire Mess, who wanted samples of humans from Earth to experiment on. The children were rescued by Mess's arch enemy, the Flash alien race. What took each one to a different planet of the Flash solar system for training? So, yeah, each of them were trained separately in a range of superpowers that were allowing them to fight Mess. Uh, their bodies yeah. also adapted to the atmosphere of the Flash solar system, making them gain special abilities. That's why they can fly. When they finally returned to Earth in 1986 <laughs> to combat Mess, who is now trying to invade it, uh, I will say this the experiment name abbreviation being Reem is a bit odd.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, one of the comments on this video is that the ending arc of this series compared to all the other ones before that is amazing so it will be interesting to see how it goes maybe not 50 episodes interested but <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> well it, it's Sentai there's going to be a bulk of middle episode that is just what monster are we fighting this week what upgrades are we going to get what moral dilemma means that these two can't fuck yeah the, uh, I
1: think you charitably said it as middle episode
0: <laughs> alright fine <laughs> it's one of those where unless you've got like an overarching, uh, ugh, overarching plot for like several episodes it's it's centi plots not really the big deal yeah
1: every episode is filler until plot happens
0: pretty much, man. Does anyone remember any episode that wasn't the fucking introduction of the Green Ranger? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But yes, Rick, let's do our usual wind down, I suppose. Let's start with the obvious. Do you have a favourite moment? I think it was when
1: the villain team was introducing themselves. Like, the fact that there is a villain team at all I think is uh, one of the best things about this show. Didn't watch it, but apparently there was like one episode with the Psycho Rangers in Power Rangers, and people just really want that kind of archetype to be a thing. Like, there's a full-on rival villain team just to go against the Rangers now and again. Sometimes you only get one, sometimes you get all of them.
0: Yeah, cuz like I remember uh, I remember in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they had an evil team, but the only person who mattered fighting-wise was Goldar.
1: Yeah, and sometimes Scorpina.
0: But that wasn't until season 2. Yep. <laughs>
1: But yeah, how about you? What was your favourite moment?
0: Favourite moment was a bit difficult because a lot of it sort of blended together. I think my favourite moment was the fighting scenes because they were over the top and goofy, yeah. But I live for that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.
0: Uh, we even touched upon it on the episode. It's like, this is stupid. And you immediately pointed out when I say stupid, it doesn't mean I don't like it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like a lot of the time I will do the same thing where I'll just be chuckling and just say stupid mid-chuckle because yeah I'm acknowledging that the situation is ridiculous uh, but it's in a positively fun way. But
0: yeah we can't only dwell on the good we also have to touch a bit on the negative. Now bear in mind when we say the negative we are aware that this came out in 1986 uh, so you yeah. know we are using kind of kiddie gloves because you know uh, certain tropes and whatnot this was probably have invented them or you know been very early on in the life cycle. So with that in mind Rick do you have a week for me?
1: I would say pacing in that a lot of things happen so lightning fast with no chance to absorb it that it it was a detriment to this particular episode. Maybe not to the whole series, but to this particular episode I would say a detriment. Uh, Like we got the the lore dump of everything that the Emperor and all that are doing and we got um, the quick introductions of the the team. I don't know anything about the team other than that they're all good guys and that the pink one can levitate. They can all levitate. Yeah, well they can all levitate. Um, And a lot of them use psychic anal beads.
0: I still think, I think That was only the Yellow Ranger, but...
1: BM, how about you? What was your weakest link?
0: Yeah, my weakest link is in a very similar vein in that we got a massive lore dump after the episode ended because I scrolled up and read the background information and it's weird that a lot of that background information wasn't in the show. However, I also understand that we might have glossed over some bits that hinted towards it and also it's a first episode. If you do a massive lore dump, it's got a good chance of uh, turning people off. Yes.
1: Again, like this is not something that's really a criticism. It's
0: just, you know,
1: we've got the the weakest link section just so we can point the out
0: pretty much man pretty much but yes we don't like to leave it on a negative we always like to leave it on a highlight so with that in mind Rick do you have an MVP for me
1: I'm gonna go with the practical effects costume designers at Toei like I think we've said multiple times like the creatures look cool uh, the villain team looks cool um, Mr. Ultimecia looks fantastic
0: I'll, I'll put a caveat on that most of them look cool but they got real fucking lazy with the fox and the cat
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I liked I liked pretty much all of the designs in this show and uh, so yeah that's just Toei flexing good muscles how about you who's your
0: MVP yeah and an annoying twist of the knife that was actually going to be my answer as well because you hit the nail on the head we mentioned it several times the costumes are so fucking cool for the villains the Sentai suits are Sentai suits it's hard to fuck them up but you know yeah that big old tick to costumes Uh, set design was also pretty good especially for the villain lair it's typical villain there in Sentai there's a lot of fucking fog machine work going on but that's fine it works to its benefit yeah I mean the
1: only settings that were really had were a um,
0: town where people are getting murked, villain lair, and
1: the spaceship where they all return to Earth on.
0: Yeah, we got some alien planets, but they're on them for a cup of coffee. Yeah, we got the alien planet that they
1: vacated at the beginning, that they took the ship from. But, uh, but yeah,
0: Well, several. They were, they were gathering the squad, and we saw at least three biomes. Ah, yeah, fair. But
1: yeah, the, the main deal was is basically seems to be that they're going to see the ship as their main base from now, so that's going to be like the command centre.
0: Yeah, yeah. As we saw in the end of credits, the, uh, the alpha equivalent is going to have a face turn proper at some point but yeah that does it for the episode thank you for joining us as always just a reminder this was a request we got on Twitter and we do take them if people have suggestions assuming we're not doing a themed month at the time we definitely review them and yeah if you've got suggestions or just want to talk to us you've got the comment section down below on YouTube we also have an email address for those of you listening along on one of the audio platforms and that email address is
1: nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com once again that is nonsensereviewuk at
0: gmail.com yes yes Yes, we hope to hear from you soon, and we hope you enjoy what we've got lined up for the rest of the month. But for what we have coming the remainder of the month, you'll have to wait and see as they come across your dashboard or however you get our notifications. Uh, See you next week guys. Bye!